The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everyone. Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about D-Gen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about D-Gen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the D-Gen Shop icon. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full degen. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, what's going on? Oh, man. Uh, another another stellar Sunday. That's, uh, you know, we, we have to relish this because now we're now four weeks into the NFL. You realize that. I mean, in a normal season, that's 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 almost a fourth of the way done now we got that extra game so now it throws off my math and i don't want to do the math of what four divided by 17 is i'm not going to do it to you but we're still probably about like what one fourth through the season uh, amazing amazing sunday some great stuff to talk about but let's talk about panther he can see us now panther can see us now it's 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 amazing that he can uh drive on the road and see the cars in front of him as a truck driver it's it's beautiful well, more importantly, I can at least read the signs and see the billboards. And if any girls are going to stick their boobies out, I can see those too. But uh, yeah, I got me some spectacles long overdue. Uh, maybe that'll help me decipher what Vegas tells us because, you know, another typical NFL weekend, right? We we were all on the Jets, right? We we were all on the Bears and we thought for sure the Patriots would keep it close. So yeah, just a typical NFL weekend. I have a picture of you and your new specs up on screen for everybody to see. I don't have near that much chest hair. <laughs> it's amazing that the three of us were able to get together over the weekend oh, yeah. to see Panthers new, <laughs> new glasses, you know. It's great. Oh, God damn it. The abuse. The abuse. You know, when I die, I, I'm going to put it in my will. I don't really want a funeral. I think I just want a Comedy Central, uh, just, just the roast of Sex Panther. So question, uh, legitimate question. Do you plan to be buried? Like, are you going to be a body, a corpse in the ground? Or are you going to be like ashes in, in, cause I mean, we, we have some plans for either one. Dust, dust in the wind, baby. Dust in the wind. Okay. Maybe. Put you in a coffee can. We're going to put you in a coffee can and just toss you, uh, off, off of a cliff. And, uh, most of it's going to land on Arch's face. 
That would be awesome. I, I have, I have this vision of just, you know, uh, I'm being emptied out at the top of the uh, stratosphere in, in Vegas, but uh, that might get somebody arrested. I don't know how that shit works. No, you've never, no, that's fine. I was going to, I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going to. <sighs> Damn, never mind. It was a very tasteless joke. Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, should we do a recap of, of yesterday? We should. Lots of stuff happened yesterday. Max's week four touchdown. Are we ready for it? Let's go. Let's go. Point number one would call this New York for the win. Which New York team did not win yesterday? <laughs> Name a New York team that did not win yesterday. I will tell you that New York team that did not win yesterday. It was the New York Mets. The New York Mets are the only New York team that did not win yesterday. The Yankees, they won. Dramatic fashion, pushed themselves into the wild card against the Boston uh, Red Sox. We'll talk about that game tomorrow, I believe. The Buffalo Bills, they're a New York team. We forget about that sometimes. Beat the Texans 40 to nothing. And both the Jets and the Giants pulled out overtime wins to, to secure their first wins of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, each team, if you look at their young quarterback, both of them showed up. Daniel Jones threw for 402 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, rookie Zach Wilson he actually resembled an NFL player for the first time. 297 yards, two TDs, one interception. Now, the only winless teams in the NFL, we got two of them, and we'll speak of one of them right now. Point number two, never trust the road money line KOD, right, guys? Ugh. Might be a new rule that we have to live by. All of us money line the fucking Lions on the road. Beat the fucking Bears. Justin Fields, he didn't look like absolute garbage out there yesterday, but he still does not look like an NFL caliber quarterback by, by any stretch of imagination. Um, Jared Goff had another one of his vintage strong statistical games where his stats look good and he can't win the fucking game. Could not overcome the Lions' lack of defense, their inability to stop the run yesterday. Uh, even when David Montgomery went down with a knee injury, which apparently he's going to be fine. He'll miss a little bit of time. Uh, Damian Williams rushed for 55 yards in the touchdown. Lions now 0-4, joining the Jaguars, we'll get to them later, as the only winless teams left in the NFL. But there are some 4-0 teams, right? Maybe. There's one 4-0 team right now. Maybe the Las Vegas Raiders will join them tonight. But as it stands through Sunday, there can only be one. It's a Highlander reference, or a Porky's reference. Get my drift. Arizona Cardinals... They knocked off the previously undefeated Los Angeles Rams. Game was really never close. Arizona, they're a legit contender. Archie, you were saying in the pre-show, best, probably the best offense in the league? I'd definitely make a solid case for that. Hmm. Cowboys. Cowboys also knocked off an undefeated team. Hell of a game, though. I, that, 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 that Cowboys-Panthers uh, game, really good. Uh, Sam Darnold, he threw two interceptions. I know that, but... He threw for two touchdowns. He ran for two touchdowns. Sam Darnold, I think he's not seeing ghosts out there anymore. I think he's saying, fuck you, Jets. I'm a legitimate quarterback. But how do you how do you overcome vintage Dak Prescott and vintage Zeke? Dak tossed four touchdowns. Zeke, what was it, 100, 155 yards touchdown, something like that? Mm. Fucking amazing. Uh, Denver, they were previously undefeated. They shit the bed at home against the Ravens. Uh, you know, that was the game that looked like the trap. I kept saying, it's like, ah, that one just looks weird. Panther, you you hit that one, though, right? You, you bet the Ravens? You bet the Ravens. Yeah, I did bet the Ravens. You hit that one. That one looks trappish as shit, but, you know, once uh, Teddy Bridgewater went down <laughs> and Drew Luck came in flailing all about, you, you knew that one was over. Uh, funny story about that one. At the end of the game, Lamar Jackson had a chance to uh, kneel, QB kneel, 
you know, the victory formation. And uh, Harbaugh said, no, run the ball because we were five, five yards shy of making 100 yards for the 43rd time in a row or something like that. So um, that's what happened at the end of that game. Point number four, let's stick to the AFC North. This one's called has been, as in uh, Ben Roethlisberger is a has been. <laughs> Steelers lost again this week, dropping to one and three. If it were not for that lucky week one win over the Bills, Pittsburgh would be in the conversation as one of the worst teams in the league. In fact, I still keep them in that conversation right now. Big Ben once again had a subpar game of Pittsburgh defense. Uh, they, they got some pressure on Aaron Rodgers, but they could not make the key stops when they needed to. Steelers getting the Broncos at home next week, which, which maybe that stops the bleeding, right? Maybe this stops the bleeding. But then Seahawks and Browns right after that, they could be looking at a 2-5 and five start to the season, which would be a shame for a team that had Super Bowl aspirations. Point number five, no cooking for Russ. I looked it up. Russell Wilson's contract pays him $35 million a year. He is set to be a Seahawk for two more seasons when his contract ends at the age of 35. Here's a stat line yesterday. 149 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, rushed for a touchdown, 26 yards on the ground. Yay. I mean, you know, I can't argue he got the win. They're good stats. But, I mean, you're paying him $35 million a year. A rookie quarterback came into the game yesterday in that same game, threw for 157 yards and two touchdowns and no interceptions and rushed for 41 yards. So this is what you're paying Russ for is when a rookie can just come in for an, an injured player and have a better stat line. I think this, you know, Pete, Pete Carroll's inability to coach Russ properly is going to be his downfall. Uh, maybe it's that nightmare. Maybe he's still living that nightmare of the one time he told Russ to throw when he shouldn't have. <laughs> and now he's punishing him for it. Seattle, they got the win, um, but again, I think uh, until Russ is able to cook, I think their ceiling is rather limited. Point number six, which we have the sound effect here, but I'll do it anyway. Doink! That's the sound of the Bucks avoiding a two-game losing streak. Uh, you know, Belichick, he game-planned well. Arch, you said that. You said he, know, he knows Brady better than anybody, right? He's going to game-plan well. He kept Brady limited to under 300 yards. No touchdowns for Tom either. No interceptions either. That was that, that was my bad. I thought ah. it was for a one. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he, he, you know, Belichick said, "Listen, the Bucks can run all over us. I don't care. I'm just going to shut down the pass." Uh, Josh McDaniels did a really good job with Mac Jones to try to replicate that Brady type play. Thirty-one of forty, Mac Jones was, two hundred seventy-five yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But in the end, all that matters is Doink, a fifty-six-yard kick by Nick Folk that uh, it looked good. Rainy, windy, turned left at the end, bounced right into the goalpost, and it prevented Bill from beating Tom. Uh, you know, Bill was very gracious in defeat. Tom, very humble in victory. And unless he plays until he's 50, I, this could be the last game that Brady ever plays in Foxborough. And like many other games that he played there previously, he walks out a winner. Brady has now beaten every single team in the NFL. Mm. This win, along with the Super Bowl, means that uh, he's totally winning the breakup. Right. Extra point here. Cue the picture, Arch. We'll call this one Bourbon Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Going 0-4 to start your NFL career does not mean more footage. It does not mean that you need to go back to the facilities and figure out what's going wrong. No, in fact, you should go out and drink. You should drink a lot of Bud Light. 
you should go to your Ohio-based steakhouse wearing a salmon-colored Ohio State sweater and hit on some young women half your age. You might be saying, Max, that's oddly specific. What are the odds of that exact scenario that you just laid out happening? Well, the answer is probably once, and it happened this weekend with one Urban Meyer. Yes, Coach Meyer was blowing off a little steam by grinding into the backside of some young blonde woman while his wife was at home getting the kiddos to bed. And now we got to go to my bookie, promo code AbsoluteDGen, to see which happens first. Meyer getting fired or Meyer getting divorced? <laughs> third option here Meyer has some heart attack and you know what if he keeps getting lap dances by ladies like that it could be the likely scenario that is Max's week four touchdown all right Panther what are your takeaways from the weekend you know as we talked about pre-show I I had to work this morning I'm in Finley Ohio and this is the going to be the most made up takeaway because I literally made it up while Max was talking so I'm not even sure what game he was talking about uh let's start with the idea that Fort Wayne sucks Okay, I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's been documented many times. And I'm bouncing back and forth between the fucking Colts and the Bears. I couldn't find anything watchable until the afternoon games. So uh, those were two shit games I really didn't care about. And uh, that that's my takeaway from that. Number two, though... Dude, watch the Bears game. Justin Fields looked really good. They took a little bit of the gloves off, stopped babying him. He threw some really nice balls down the field. Uh, I'm, I was pretty impressed with him, even though we didn't throw a lot. I think he had maybe 19, 20 attempts, something like that. Uh, but Justin Fields did look good. So uh, we'll see how he plays next week when they have to really take the gloves off to keep up with that Raider offense. Uh, number three, I talked about it in the fantasy show. Corderell Patterson seems to be the guy for the Atlanta Falcons. He's running, he's catching, he caught two more touchdowns. Might want to keep an eye on this guy, even though the Falcons suck and aren't doing anything right. Uh, Number four, Mac Jones looked really good. Uh, He seems to progress in that offense. You know, the fact that the Patriots were within two points, within a doink of winning that game, uh, I'm probably a little too quick to dismiss Bill Belichick and the Patriots, they might be better than I want to give them credit for, but the the losses keep mounting. But Mac Jones did look good. Point number five, the Vikings. Fucking Vikings. Listen, I tell you that they held the Cleveland Browns to one touchdown and two field goals, 14 points. I tell you, the Vikings beat the shit out of them. Nope. Nope, not at all. They managed one touchdown at home. Kirk Cousins threw two interceptions, and now I'm back on my hashtag Fire Mike Zimmer campaign. Uh, <laughs> it's like, if I, it might be, check out my bookie, see if it's a battle between him and Urban Meyer, who gets the better odds. Number six, piggybacking off of Max here, Big Ben. I, look, it might be time for them to, to bench him. I, I, he did not look good. He was overthrowing balls, underthrowing balls, behind throwing balls. Like he was so off. Maybe he needs his own set of glasses. I'm not sure. Boy number seven has nothing to do with the NFL. As it's duly documented, I am a diehard Notre Dame fan, and I'm actually relieved. The pressure is off. We lost that game to Cincinnati. Us fans can stop dreaming about a playoff January, and we can just take our four losses we're going to take this season. And, and call it a 2021 and those are panther stakes <laughs> all right man the patriots game that was uh, that was such a good game 
it seemed like whether it was the rain or whether it was the Patriots defense, maybe a combination of both, they had the perfect game plan to kind of, you know, kind of keep Tom Brady uh, a little bit off, a little off. There was a couple throws that should have been caught that weren't caught. Um, I, I don't necessarily feel like there's moral victories, but man, the Patriots got close to a moral victory in that one. That fourth and three, that fourth and three with a minute to go and Belichick electing to kick a field goal. Now let's rewind right before the two minute warning. Tom takes two shots or touchdowns before the two minute warning. I think you can see why those two needed each other. I think they're mm-hmm. they're they just kind of mesh together really well. Tom's aggressiveness and Belichick's you know almost safety to a fault. I think together you can see why they they won so many damn championships. The, those two different philosophies to, to, together. Yeah, absolutely, and and it, it is it's it's hard to imagine. Tom Brady having that much success without Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick having that much success without Tom Brady. I think it really was uh, a yin and yang situation mm-hmm. there. And, you know, it's, it's again, uh, right now as it stands, uh, perception becomes reality. And the perception is, well, Tom Brady is the better of you know, the two because he's won on to a Super Bowl and yada, yada, yada. That's not the reality. The reality is together they were unstoppable for yes. 20 fucking years. Right. And, and, and they did that because they worked so well with each other. And apparently if you watched after the game, you know, uh, Belichick went up and, and gave Tom like an embrace and you couldn't see or hear what was being said after the game, they met privately for 20 minutes uh, yeah, and, and had a conversation. And I'm assuming, you know, um, it was uh, to, to have the conversation that should have been had before, you know, you know, like it was 20 years that they were spending together. So, I think they respect each other. They love each other very much. And uh, yeah, Tom got the win. But as moral victories go, I'll give a moral victory to the Patriots here. Now, that, with that being said, the Patriots have real fucking problems. Mac Jones looks good moving the ball until they get to the red zone. With this yeah. with this level of success, the Patriots should be putting up more points. They they need a tight end. Like they they need a they need a legitimate tight end. They need a lot of. I think one of the unsung heroes of that offense, even when Brady was there, was James White. And the loss of James White is affecting you know their ability. I know they got Bolden, but he's not James White. So uh, the, the the running back, the receiving running back, if you will, was is a big part of that Patriots offense. And I think that's putting. They don't trust Damian Harris to be that guy, and it's putting a little bit more pressure because they don't have a tight end and now they don't have that running back um i i wouldn't be surprised if they go out and try and find somebody out there or maybe draft a tight end or running back in next year's draft well they loaded up on free agents this year i think they thought this might be a window year you know if they can't put together some wins this is it's not a great season and kind of puts them in bad shape especially with two home losses right yes their second home loss that's not good yeah Hey, hey, side note, something uh, I don't think Max or I either one touched. Uh, I, I know it was a mismatch. It was the Texans, but that's three weeks in a row. The Buffalo Bills have looked absolutely fucking fantastic. Yeah. They're, okay. Well, good job. You're like the Denver Broncos right now. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, though, oh, God I have a, do have a stat for you. Belichick has more losses without Brady than he had with him now. Wow. That is that is remarkable. That That is insane. Yeah. Whew. Two two seasons and uh, you know more losses than twenty fucking years. That's absolutely astounding. Hey, I, I know we need a commercial break. Can we touch on Urban Meyer real quick? One second, or should we take a break now? Well, I don't care. Okay, this, this is that picture. This is the infamous picture. But there's also another picture floating around out there. You'll notice the blonde tank top. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 yeah, the, the grinding nice, one, right? Yeah, nice cleavage. There's another one. 
I'm loading it now. This is a different one. Different blonde girl, though. Yeah, different blonde girl. So he's out there in the bar just hitting on everything. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this, this isn't even the one that I saw because there's another one out the there oh, where he's wow. with the brunette, with the brunette. Like the brunette. Yeah. It wasn't the other, it wasn't the brunette from the first picture, right? Well, no. I think what I think what, what I think his wife either commented on it oh. or posted on it like, um, you know, Urban needed a break and he was due for a break. Like she's that was before the grinding the, stuff, though. That well, was, that was like, before, the, the, grinding, that was before yeah. the grinding stuff. She, she mentioned it would he's again, he's he's a legend in Ohio, right? It was at his own steakhouse. He owns the steakhouse. He's a legend there. People were coming up to him. <laughs> Did you Meyer notice? Steakhouse. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. It was the Urban Meyer Steakhouse. Oh, no. It was his own even, steakhouse. Yeah, didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> so, so he's got a steakhouse, and he went to his own steakhouse. And yeah, you get it. It's like people are coming. It's a different brunette, by the okay, way. Okay, thank yeah, God. Brunette. I was like, yeah. Urban Meyer, you can pull better than a five. Come yeah, on. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, again, the fans are coming up to him, taking pictures. He's, he's a little toasty. And, and the wife's like, oh, that's cool, whatever. But then the grinding picture comes out. I don't know how he recovers that. Really, really. He's going to have to call Bill Self because uh, Bill Self had a little problem with a waitress in a Mexican restaurant. He's going to have to talk to him. <laughs> All right, now I'm done. Now you're done. Hey, let's let's talk about Moonbet. You guys want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino. Moonbet gives you that chance by holding their MBET crypto token. You can buy those tokens right now over at Bit. 4x.com also join the moonbet ecosystem head over to moonbet.org use the link in our description so they know you're a true dgen eclipse the competition make some money with moonbet the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Oh, real quick, you know, the, Brook, the, the Nets won last night too in preseason. All the New York teams. Yeah, well, they, uh, Kyrie didn't play, so right. I don't know what that. Hashtag better, better without him. I don't know what that. I don't think. I don't know what the implication is there. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate Kyrie. that. Well, he didn't want to see LeBron. He didn't want to go to Los Angeles and see LeBron, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I know we're, we're like honestly, like we only have one game to talk about. I, something I did not talk about. I it almost made my second point. I almost went for two. Uh, Taylor Hanicki. The quarterback for Washington. Ooh, man, hell of hell of a game. And I don't. I saw the post game interview with this kid, almost in tears, because like a year or so ago, 
you know, he, he's from Atlanta. And he was saying, you know, like the, the, the uh, reporter was like, how important was this for you? He's like, listen, you know, a year or so ago, I was sleeping on my, my sister and my brother-in-law's couch here in Atlanta. I had nothing going on. I was depressed. I, you know, my football career was over. And they're the ones that told me to get off my ass and do something. And now, you know, I'm the quarterback. I'm blessed. You know, I can't believe that they were here. So great story. I hope he I hope he does it. Like a good kid, has a good good arm on him, very well spoken, can can throw the ball with really good accuracy. I I hope he is the guy. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of Fitzmagic. You know, <laughs> I love Fitzmagic, but I it's hard to argue that Hunicki's not the guy in Washington from here on out. Mm. Well, there's no Haskins, and Fitzmagic's not a long-term solution, so it very well could be um, Heineke, Heineke. I always wanted to call him the beer. He was like Heineke. Heineken? But, uh, yeah, Heineken. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with Taylor. Taylor. We'll call him just Taylor. <laughs> All right. Hey, we do have a Monday night football game tonight, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders going to the Los Angeles San Diego Chargers. Tell me this, guys. Who's going to have more fans in the stands there in Los Angeles? Just, just. Do you I, think I, you think the Chargers are going to have more fans than the Las Vegas, previously the Los Angeles Raiders, are going to have in those stands? I think it's going to be fifty-fifty. <laughs> I think it's going to be ridiculous the amount of Raiders fans that are there. If you look back to when when the Cowboys came to town, I think it was six to one Cowboys fans to Chargers fans in the stands. That place is going to be ninety percent packed with Raiders fans. I, I, I guarantee that. So now, let's talk about betting on this game. Only someone with severe mental issues would start the NFL season off four straight spread bets on the Vegas Raiders. After being burned by them last week, there's no way a sane person would back them here once again on the road to keep up with this dynamic Chargers team. Raiders are 3-0. They've got a quarterback. MVP conversation for Derek Carr. Do we say that? Yeah, maybe. Derek Carr. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he's there. And, and the funny thing is, he's not just relying on one wide receiver. He has tossed touchdowns to six different wide receivers or, you know, different receivers, not wide receivers, just six different receivers. He's had four receivers get over 200 yards for the first time in NFL history through three games. Derek Carr is playing some great football right now. This Raiders team is not the Raiders team we saw last year. And there is no denying that Justin Herbert is the real deal. We saw that last week. And he's got some weapons of his own. But again, I think the Chargers are going to charge her at some point this season. And usually it happens after the midway point. Usually the Chargers become the Chargers at the midway point. And it's like, oh, there's the Chargers. I could see them letting this one go. I think they can slip away. I actually have the, the Vegas Raiders winning this game outright. But I'm going to take those points. A $50 bet on the Raiders. As for the total, I think most people are expecting this one to go over. I'm going to shade the under here, and I think the sports books tend to agree right now. I think they're trying to uh, uh, pressure some people into that betting that over. I'm going to lean the under, but a $50 bet on Panthers Raiders. It is Panthers Raiders. You know, we're we're looking at another red flag, if you will. Part of Derek Carr's success has been the uh, abandonment, if you will, of the running game. Looks like Josh Jacobs is questionable again for tonight. No Josh Jacobs means a little bit more Peyton Barber who did do well last year with his 18 carries, uh, 100 yards, and a touchdown. So I, I just don't see where they're going to really try and run. Derek Hart can't get his 400 yards if he's going to keep handing the ball off. So I, I love this offense. I love Derek Carr. Um, but 
part of my hesitation here is the fact that the Chargers are favored. I don't know why the Chargers are favored, and maybe it's an overreaction to either the win at Kansas City um, or maybe Vegas knows something that we're not paying attention to. Cough, cough, Tennessee, cough, cough, New England. Um, I, I, I want to say I'm taking the Raiders, but I feel like this line's telling me not to. So I'm going to lean the Chargers. No bet for me tonight, and I'll lean the under. I I do expect it to go over, but Max is right. Something's kind of a little off about this game, and uh, I could see it definitely being closer to like a you know 24 to 21 type game. So I'll lean the under. Oh man, I just as soon as Max bet the Raiders, I'm sitting here feeling sick, just sick to my stomach. The Panthers going to jump on him too. Thankfully, he didn't. Give me the Raiders plus three, 25 bucks. <laughs> You guys, you guys stand a chance. There's no KOD. I, <laughs> no, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I agree with Max. I have a lot of indications to show that the Raiders should win the game. So I'll take them plus the three. I think this. Is, I mean, it's another game. Division games are usually they're usually close. They're usually ugly. Mm-hmm. I think that lends to Max's point about it going under. I think it's going to be a real close game. I like the Raiders to pull it out because the Chargers. How many uh, illegal procedure or false starts are they going to have? Probably like four, five, six. Mm-hmm. You know, because they do it every game. They shoot themselves in the foot the undisciplined team give me the raiders man i like them and again i i just cannot speak enough about how how good Derek carr has been playing and i think he's been playing good for the last few years but this is his year that it, it feels like he's got a lot more weapons who can catch the ball uh, spread the field out and that defense is an absolute shit like that i think that's the main difference maker between this raiders team this season and last year it's not a good defense i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that the raiders have a good defense but last year it was a joke and this year it's like you know what they they can allow us to you know hang in there for a bit here's a couple uh, good good enough they don't have to be great they just got to be good enough to keep them in the games and that's kind of where they are yeah no that's every defense in the nfl <laughs> uh herbert two and a half touchdowns the over is plus 151. The under is minus 199. What are they trying to tell you there, man? Yeah, yeah, no shit. Wow. I mean, because a blink of an eye, you say, oh, yeah, that's over. But, man, whew, Vegas does not seem to think Herbert's going to have a great game today. So it makes me feel even better about my Vegas pick. <laughs> I like the over. I do. I do like the I, I like the value on the over oh, there. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that, that scares the shit out of me that Vegas is saying that. Yeah, it, it, it's a little bit telling about how they expect the game to go. But I don't know that it's telling of the outcome, just maybe telling more telling towards the total that they're indicating this game does not go uh, over 51. Yeah. All right. So are you going to jump on a side here? Uh, I mean, the value's on the over. You're not going to lay 190, but I'll lean the over, but I have no confidence he gets there. It's a more interesting one here. Carr, half an interception. Minus 117 over, minus 113 under. <laughs> what? Yeah. They don't know which they don't know which which, which side's gonna hit, really. Well, I mean, thankfully for them, and by the way, uh Panther mentioned it on the Sunday show. Uh it was bad Winston this week, right? It was bad Winston. Oh, this it was week. we talked about that post show. We should have got that on the record, man. But yeah, it looked bad like like bad Winston showed up. Bad bad Winston showed up. Uh I mean I don't think there's a bad car, right? I mean, I'm yeah. You know, there's plenty of bad cars you can buy and drive out there. I don't think there's a bad Derek Carr out there, though, unless he channels his uh, younger brother, uh, his older brother. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a callback to the Texans, the the fine Texans history, by the way, of uh, quarterbacks. Um, I, I mean, I go under. 
I think he has a clean game today. I, I think he, he's he's gonna he's gonna do really well. But I mean, there's no value in anything, right? Minus one thirteen on either side. Yeah, it's interesting. Panther car. I, I, I feel like the car's gotten beat up on over the last two years unjustly, and I'm glad to see he's having this success. Maybe Gruden has finally realized, hey, contract and everything the car said in the off season. He wants to retire Raider. He wants to stay there. They realize this is our guy. He's an incredibly efficient quarterback, and, and in spite of the volume of throws, attempts that he has, he's really efficient. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I think just because of that volume and the Chargers' defense, I would probably lean towards the over just because, you know, all you just need is one batted ball, one tip ball, one fluke play, and you've got an interception. So I, I would probably lean the over but it won't be an interception that's Carr's fault, I think. Okay, there you go. I'll lean the over, too. I don't think I'm going to bet this one. There's no value. All right, Herbert, half interception, over, plus 121, under, minus 164. I'll take the plus line on that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's not the most – I mean, he's not inaccurate, but he's not, like, pinpoint accurate of quarterbacks. He does make his mistakes, and he, he takes his chances. And that's the thing about Herbert, right? I mean, if he's, if he's down, if the Raiders somehow come out to a lead – He'll get more aggressive, and and most of those he'll hit. But one of those, you know, it's 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 bad playing uh, aggressive football sometimes because you do make those mistakes and you kind of have to shrug them off and go back out there. So I, I like the over on that one. I like the over. Just I'm thinking about the game script, the game plan. If the Raiders can generate the offense and the points that they do, then you're going to expect Herbert to throw more balls. Uh, creates more opportunity for him to force it. He's got very capable receivers. Half of his throws are dump-offs to Eckler, but uh, I still think the, the value there is probably on the over. All right. We talked about football, pretty much only football. Tomorrow will be pretty much only baseball, but today's football. Uh, we talked about Urban Meyer and his meat. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Yeah, well, there's no Panther Parlay today, but you know we're hanging out on the, on the uh, app and the website and Facebook. Twitter, listen, make sure Panther sees with his new eyeballs the right name and I don't <laughs> put the wrong Arch Stanton or something in a, in a tweet. But, but that's where we're hanging out. So, you know, call us out by name. We'll call you back. I'll do my best to call you back, not call the wrong person. Uh, but most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do tonight. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.